1: He takes a deep breath, and he says, I'm Jim Metzner. And
0: I'm Bob Berman.
1: And we're here in the studio, both breathing together, which we figured was the appropriate thing for this issue of...
0: Astounding Universe. We're talking about... The stuff we breathe, that we've been breathing since the moment we've been born. It's O2, right? What's the mystery here? Uh, That's a good question. You know, until the late 18th century, nobody... Had any idea or suspected that the gases that we're breathing are not just one thing, that they're a mixture of different components. And that's when, in the 1700s, right around the American Revolution, oxygen and nitrogen, which are the two most common substances in the air we breathe, they make up 99% of the air. Nitrogen making up about 80%, and then oxygen making up about 20% of the oh. air we're breathing.
1: Wow. When I go, that's mostly nitrogen.
0: It's mostly nitrogen. doesn't help you and it doesn't hurt you.
1: Okay. All right. So this is a whole preamble to there's another percentage left that you're about to amaze and astound us with.
0: Yeah, um. it leaves about 1% of the air unaccounted for. So the question is, what is that third ingredient of air that we've all been breathing all our lives? What What is that 1%? Because nothing else is even close. Like carbon dioxide, despite being the villain and being notorious, makes up only about 1 25th of 1% of the air. It's almost nothing. It's almost not there.
1: Oh, my gosh. I have to say that I know what it is. I told him not to tell me, and I was going to (laughs) guess. I I, I swear to God, my hand in the air, I was going to say argon. I can witness that. You said argon. But I'll bet not one person in 1,000 would. So there's somebody out there I can see. I'm tuning into. There's there's a woman out there, a really very, very, in fact, many of them. intelligent. you they're waving their hands. Put your hand back on the steering wheel, ma'am. Sorry, we can't be responsible for that. They knew. Those women knew. And a few guys knew, too. Argon. And
0: nobody knew about Argon until 1894 when William Ramsey, one of my heroes, because he discovered more elements than any human being, Ever. He's the one who discovered helium, the universe's second most common substance. He discovered krypton and neon and did experiments. He was one of the first to pass electricity through them to make gases light up, which is kind of cool. And that was William Ramsey and that was argon.
1: And he was Scottish. And he discovered all these gases, didn't he, with the Yeah, and,
0: yeah. and they're, they're inert, too, which is kind of cool. What does that mean? I means they they're loners.
1: They don't want to bond with other things. So it's in the periodic table. It's there. It's a guess. This fabulous Scottish guy. What was his name again? William
0: Ramsey. I, I knew
1: that. I was just testing you to make sure you were on target. William Ramsey uh, discovered this in. Alexa, tell me about the man who discovered argon.
0: Here's something I found on Wikipedia. Krypton, a planet appearing in American comic books published by DC Comics.
1: Alexis, stop. Tell me about the gas argon. When was it discovered?
0: This might answer your question. Argon was discovered in 1894.
1: Is there anything about argon... That is helping us, hindering us, because it's a loner. It's just sort of there. It's in the back of the bus. So it's not doing anything. So is nitrogen, and it makes up four-fifths
0: of every breath of air we take in, and nobody puts down nitrogen for it. So argon...
1: I'm not putting it down.
0: <laughs> I like <laughs> argon. Right. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. here's where we encounter it. That's the gas they use to fill light bulbs
1: have you given me an idea. So when if you're reading the comic book and somebody Bob Breman comes up with this incredible idea, I've got a new book, I'm going to call it zipped, then it's going to be about zippers. Okay? Great idea. And we were doing the comic book of your life. What would be inside the bubble, the that moment, that Eureka moment? Argon. So what if that argon inside of us is like giving us all these aha moments? What I'm getting at here, isn't there a hint of a possibility that argon could be actually doing something, or nitrogen for that matter, and we just don't
0: know it? All right. Let me think about this. Uh, No.
1: You didn't think very long, Bob. (laughs) Now, you're just saying that as a scientist, but isn't it, come on, years from now, some guy from serbo Croatia is going to come up with this idea. He'll win the Nobel Prize. But I thought of it here first. He heard this program. He went back into the lab on a wild and crazy night. He has this dream about argon, and he figures, yes, yes, it's the argon. It's getting into the brain. It's firing the synopsis. If we didn't have the argon, it would never happen. How do you know that something like
0: okay, that? Okay, here's how. Because it's inert, and inert means it doesn't, combine with anything. And in order to be taken into our brains or bodies, or it's got kind of to combine with other things. And you never heard of argon oxide or argon tetrachloride? Well, what's
1: happening inside the light bulb?
0: <laughs> well, there's no in and out exchange, is there? In well, fact, that's why we use argon in light bulbs, because we don't want, if it was regular air in there with some oxygen, it would interact with the high temperatures of the tungsten filament and reduce it. In other words, there'd be tungsten oxide and it would shorten the life of the filament. So the argon is there to prevent, to take the place of there being oxygen. So that's when you want argon, when you don't want the other stuff. So it's sort of a positive, making a positive out of a negative.
1: Well, surely there must be a place for that in our body. I mean, there are so many times, so many of these ridiculously stupid ideas we have. If there was a little more argon in our head, maybe that would help us be a little bit more discriminating. There's so many mistakes I've made in my life where if only argon had been around, I wouldn't have had that thought. Well, here's what I like about what you're saying. He likes me. Ramsey. Having discovered
0: argon and so many more natural elements than anyone else, and yet not being known by anyone, I want to trumpet William Ramsey and argon because that was like a major thing. Yeah, that's a big part of the air. You know, it's the third most common ingredient that we breathe. It's in our bodies more than anything else, except for oxygen and nitrogen when we breathe in and out. And that's not a small thing.
1: He really likes me. He likes me. Oh, I'm sorry. I was, I was quiet. What did you just say? I'm sorry. I wasn't listening. No, no. So you like William Ramsey because he discovered this thing that nobody was paying attention to. Is that it? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so anything else you want to say about uh, argon?
0: You no, no, not now, <laughs> and not ever again. We, actually,
1: <laughs> we beat argon to death. Uh, Nielsen is 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 turning in his in his Scottish grave right about now. It was Nielsen, wasn't it? Ramsey. Ramsey. Oh God, Ramsey, Just I I, I really love the guy. Okay, in the spirit of argon and nitrogen, and 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 let's not forget the ever popular oxygen. Uh, I'm Jim Metzner. And I'm Bob Berman. And this is Astounding Astounding Universe. Universe. Alexa, tell me about Jim Metzler. Jim Metzler
0: is an American actor, best known for guest appearances on popular TV series.
1: Alexa, stop. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly
0: Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.